Okay, welcome back to part two, where we discuss the plot and other, you know, miscellaneous extremities that were tacked onto the film that we didn't discuss in part one. Yeah, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Please if listen to part one. Yeah, please do. There's there's a lot of information. Also, oh, actually, I was going to say, I th- I'm pretty sure we introduced ourselves in the first part. Did we? I'm Alex, by the way, just in case anyone was wondering. And, and the other guy on, on, my, on my right here is, is James. Okay. So, to begin with the plot... Let me just start with saying the first 15 minutes of this film are totally and utterly pointless. Yeah, they're pretty useless. Nothing of consequence for the rest of the film actually occurs. The opening scene, a man is tied up. Mm. These other men are trying to kill this man. Mm. They're torturing him and then they're going to kill him. For some reason, we don't know. From what I can gather, they've killed every other type of man, Mm. but never killed this type of man. Mm. It's exciting, isn't it? It is exciting, especially when the man tied up goes, "May God have mercy on you, because my brother will have none." Yeah, that's a that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty good line. Like that's a great way to start. And it. boom, Dwayne mm. the Rock Johnson smashes in. Yeah, beats him up. Bang bang pow. Mm. You see, you see his skill at fighting already. Mm-hmm. Uh, his skill at throwing weapons. His skill at hand to hand combat. His ingenuity. His skill at saying the word boo, as well. That's his first line. That's his first word. Very quietly. Yeah, he whispers. Boo. Yeah. And they start, like, some of them just run. Some of them do run. And, and the, ke- uh, the ones who stay and fight, they disappear. And keep in mind, the whole point of this opening action set piece was to rescue the man tied up, which mm. we find out is Dwayne The Rock Johnson's brother. Mm. Keep that in mind for the next 10 minutes where we see this guy and then he is promptly killed. Yep. So the whole- rendering the entire initial scene pointless yeah it was a really really nice sort of extraction as well both movies we've had so far have started with an extraction mind you so it's true that's that's something to keep in mind common theme that there could be this could all be tied together so we see this guy uh, is trying to be rescued by Dwayne the Rock Johnson and he does get rescued and it's really really nice you're like oh hang on he's his brother oh that's awesome these guys it's gonna be a cool like crime fighting duo they're gonna have a blast in the rest of the movie maybe something might go wrong later on but they should uh, tough it out because this is family you don't, <laughs> you don't expect the guy to die in the next 10 minutes. So early. So early. It's a 91-minute film. 92 minutes, maybe. Not only that, but it would be fine if he died if the opening scene achieved anything else. Mm. All it achieves is to show us Dwayne The Rock Johnson is good at fighting. He's mm. a good fighter. Mm. Which could be achieved in any other scene. And it, it does get achieved in any, any, it, most other scenes. So, realistically, this scene serves no purpose... As it holds no consequences for the rest of the film. Mm. So with that opening scene in mind, the opening credits roll. That's how we start. We see the Scorpion King. You're like, cool, this is how we start. That was a pretty cool scene. Can I stop for a second Mm. and talk about the title, The Scorpion King? Sure. The title of The Scorpion King Mm. is so incredibly throwaway. It does not matter to the film. They mention it like maybe twice in the entire film. And it has no bearing on the plot. One person... He is not the Scorpion King until the very end. Yeah. The movie is how he becomes the Scorpion King. But when he becomes the Scorpion King, you kind of blink and... Is that it? Mm. Is he the Scorpion King? It's never made clear. The Scorpion King is so redundant to the film. One character just calls him the Scorpion King and you're like, I guess that's him? At one point, he's got the blood of the scorpions through his veins. Yeah. As the sorceress says, mm. the blood of the scorpion will always be within him now. And you're like, oh... The Scorpion King. The titular Scorpion King. Nope. Nothing to do with the Scorpion King. Nothing at all. 
like will he get scorpion powers is this blood of the scorpion thing going to come back like is this going to be interesting at all no no he gets poisoned by by i think at that point in time it's an arrow so i assume it's maybe scorpion poison so they, they clarify a scorpion yeah poison. That, that's true i guess otherwise why would he why would he be the scorpion king i mean in theory it's, it's got nothing to do <laughs> exactly it's, it's frustrating it's got nothing to do with it you could call this film anything else mm. you could call it buff boy and pretty girl go to the desert yeah that's the my favorite sequel to shark boy and lava girl or the prequel actually because i think it would have come out just earlier robert rodriguez actually took a leaf out of vince mcmahon's book and decided you know what taylor lautner he's basically dwayne johnson and that other girl, Lava Girl, is uh, somewhere there. It's what I've always said. There. Taylor Lautner is the discount Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah, especially when Dwayne was probably in his mid-twenties and Taylor Lautner was probably about ten. It's, I mean, the resemblance is uncanny. But that title, mm. Buff Boy and Pretty Girl Go to the Desert, yeah. is a more accurate descriptor of the film than The Scorpion King. It's true. It the really only is. reason it's called The Scorpion King is because it is tied to the Mummy franchise. Yeah. It's, that is a bit of a shame. I, I think they, they probably kind of had to shoehorn in that scorpion element for the sake of making him... They, they probably just thought, all right, we have to call it the Scorpion King to make it relevant, but how are we supposed to actually tie that into our movie? And the answer was they kind of just didn't. But they, tr- they, you can see they tried, but it didn't really amount to much, which is a shame. But I mean, you know, it was a pretty cool title for a movie. Like the Scorpion King, you're like, ooh, the Scorpion King. And then Dwayne Johnson just shows up and you're like, boo. And you're like, oh, that's the Scorpion King. But I guess... It is disappointing there's not mysticism enough yeah. that the Scorpion King, that being Dwayne the Rock Johnson, mm. you know, grows chitin. Yeah. Or where, has, where a, is, has a where big is scorpion, tail. Yeah, where's his scorpion tail? It's Unbelievable. He does, have a, he does have a ponytail, though, but not a scorpion oh, tail. I wouldn't say like, it's a ponytail. I'd say it's just very long hair. Oh, okay. Well, I was, I was trying to tie it to some form of animal. But, I'm I mean, horses, horses are dumber than camels, which we find out in the next scene after the titles are actually open, though. To continue on, the scene that opens up after the opening scene mm. is a council. Is a council with the king, this old king on a throne and his son, mm. talking about how they're the last free people. And they need to rise up against these guys mm. um, to fight them. And how if they all band together, they can beat them. There's maybe 20 people at this moot. Yeah. Half of them are very old as well. Yeah. And Michael, we first meet Michael Clark Duncan here. Mm. Who he's, he's huge. Is incredulous and huge. Yeah. And then Dwayne The Rock Johnson and his brothers mm. show up in cloaks. The squad. They roll up. Yeah, they do. And they throw an axe at Michael Clark Duncan. Mm. It misses. Thank goodness, because otherwise Michael Clark Duncan wouldn't have been in the rest of the film. Yeah, and they say, ooh, these guys, they're assassins. Mm. Their people are assassins. We can't trust them. Michael Clark Duncan, not very happy with this. And the king says, we've paid them 10 blood rubies to do it. And they will do it because they're great. Mm. They'll, uh, they'll, as long as one of those three are alive, then this guy, it will be killed. That yeah. was, yeah, that was As their long plan. as they draw breath, yes. they'll die. Yeah, exactly. So then they leave. Michael Clark Duncan throws the axe. Dwayne the Rock Duncan catches the axe. Awesome. Which is cool. And also is called back to later in the film. Yes. Which I'm really happy about. That yes. was very, very cool. But aside from that, moot scene, mm. pointless. Nothing much happens. What happens is we are told, the audience is told that this guy is bad. Mm. Um, especially after the opening narration between the Scorpion King title card and this scene that also tells us this guy is bad. Yeah. We are told in this scene that this guy is bad and Dwayne the Rock Johnson is going to kill him. And we are told that. Which, if any of you know film in any basic understanding, it's show, don't tell. Mm. 
And yet not only are we not shown that, we are told that twice. Maybe that's kind of like two negatives make a positive. Two tells make a show. It's just they're trying to force it down our throats. But then they also kind of show us this in the, in the scene straight after where we still see the same guy and we're like, well, he's still evil. So thank God we knew that from the last two times we were told that he's evil. Otherwise, I would have thought he was going to be the next saint. So, so because they go straight to uh, to go and who, who do they try and get? They try and capture somebody, or they show they're trying to they go the... kill him in his camp. Yeah, they try and kill the guy in his camp, and they yeah. sneak through. And this is where we see our first scene of scoundrel, where he's hanging upside down. I think. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's and, getting beaten. I think. And he's saying, "If you set me free, I'm a priest of Set, which is an Egyptian god. So mm. Egypt, maybe Egyptish." Ethnically ambiguous. Yeah. So if you set me free, I will pray for you in five different languages. Yeah. And the guard says, "Oh, look! If you, you know, if you don't shut up, I'll, I'll make you scream in five different languages." Excellent setup punchline. And by excellent, I mean this was the part of the film where we realized every scene from now on would kind of follow the same setup punchline. Yeah. But the film became enjoyable enough that we kind of it transcended that, and we yeah. enjoyed it enough. Oh, definitely. I mean, we could tell that was such a blindingly obvious setup. We're like, okay, I think this is going to happen a lot from here on out. And it did. And I'm really glad that it did because at least we could kind of have a laugh when it did happen. We could we could see it from a mile away. As soon as a sentence starts or like as soon as, you know, the camera kind of changes angles and you're like, I think we're about to see a close-up of a character get really cool and really action-y. So this guy, he's, he's, a, real, he's a real talker. He does end up getting saved by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Well, not really. Well, he gets knocked out. He saves afterwards. himself. Oh, really? Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about the next scene because we haven't finished this scene. Uh-oh. But once we finish this scene, which... I'm is getting done my eyes in, crossed. Which is done in another five seconds. Yeah. Because they move through the camp. They get ambushed. Yes. They all get shot with arrows except Dwayne The Rock Johnson who jumps up. He, ju- he Did you see that jump as well? He was I huge. saw the jump. It was ridiculous. Yeah. I don't it know. He no got sense. on top of a tent from one jump. And one of them dies. Yes. The guy he saved earlier is very wounded. Mm. His brother. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson... Cuts a hole in the tent, drops through the tent, and you see the back of the sorcerer, mm. as it's known at this time. Yeah. The and, one the one who can predict the future. And I turn to Alex and I go, what's the bet? It's a hot woman. Mm. She'll turn around and they'll fall in love and they'll overthrow the king. Yeah. Turns around. It's the female lead, the sorceress, yep. who gives him a look. Mm. Like, oh, it's it's you. It's you. And he's got his bow and arrow, but then he kind of wavers for a little bit and because he's like... Oh, it's you. It's a hot woman. <laughs> exactly. He's like, hang on. I, I can't kill this. This is, it's, yeah, I can't kill her. I'm going to risk my job. Yeah. Because I find you mildly attractive. Yeah. And look, good on him, I guess. Sure. Why not? Go for it, buddy. And look, let's be real. If he thinks he's got a chance, it's our boy, The Rock. He does. He has a chance. a chance. Not in this situation, though. He shoots a guy coming at him. We think he's going to kill her. But then that's it the hits, action trope again. It hits the guy coming at him. Yeah, that's another action trope which happens. Yes. And then he's captured. He's tied up against a pole. His brother's brought in. Mm. They mock him for a bit. They announce that they're going to kill him. And then the son of the king of the moot comes in. Mm. And Dwendron says, You betrayed your dad. Mm. And the son says, I know. He had quite the shocked expression. See? <laughs> and pulls out his dad's head and you're like okay i do see why why did we meet the king they showed us they didn't tell us but actually they also did just they, tell they us. did tell us he had a shock <laughs> set up punchline and also rendering the entire previous scene pointless mm. so this is where we meet the most boring character in the film yeah who does nothing for the rest of the film 
And then bad guy McBad kills Dwayne The Rock Johnson's brother. Yeah. Rendering the first scene pointless. So, so far we're, uh, we're 0 for 2 in terms of the first two scenes. And thus we hit the 15 minute mark, we checked. Yep. And the entire first 15 minutes have basically been pointless. Yeah. The plot has moved forward only... We know who Dwayne The Rock Johnson is, and we know who the Sorceress is. That's about it. Which could have been achieved much faster. Yeah. But considering this is barely scraping an hour and a half, they probably needed to pad out the rub time. Yeah, that's true. But so now we're kind of basically... We're, we're back to square one. This is where the movie starts, essentially. Yeah. Because everything else, as we have made abundantly clear... It's useless. It's it's rendered pointless. Because they don't kill Dwayne the Rock Johnson there. No. Because the sorceress says he will die, but not by your hand. Yeah. Or anyone who follows you. Mm. Which she conveniently forgets later. I want to point yeah. that out. She gets worried for his life later during a big battle when she has already said this. Mm. Now, it's not clear if she's just lying to make sure he's not killed straight away. Mm. Or if this is real. Which is kind of a theme for the film. She kind of lies. Yeah, it's a bit of a bit of an iffy point. It's, there. it's it's not really clear to the audience what's lie and what's real. Yeah, because I mean, there's I don't know. There's definitely like an element of mysticism about the whole movie. But I mean, whether or not it is true, or I mean, because she has like these visions. She's I mean, definitely magic. We yeah. see her do magic. Yeah, but how much magic and how much magic she does that the audience does not see is unclear. Yeah. So because of this, Dwayne, the Rock Johnson, wakes up mm. and is neck deep. Yeah. In sand. He is. With the horse thief. With the scoundrel. Yeah. He shows up there and he's just like, I'm fine, man. You know, this doesn't seem fun. Because they're they're surrounded by uh, these huge ants' nests. These red ants, yes. Yeah, yeah, fire ants. And they're they're going to... CGI fire ants. Yeah, beautifully CGI'd fire ants. That is incredible They're small enough that it's tolerable. Yeah. You You can tell that they're ants. That's about as much as we can get into on that front. So this is also the point in the film which probably frustrated us the most because the scoundrel says i'm fine that guy's been drinking all day mm. i'm fine yep the guy turns around to take a piss the, the dwayne the rock johnson looks at him looks back at the scoundrel the scoundrel's gone there's he's a hole gone. in the ground yeah it's gone there's no information given to the audience on how he escaped he's gone he's just out which is you know you're like oh clever clever you know he's gonna save dwayne the rock johnson the same way mm. no he beats up the the guy that's drunk Beats up another guard after that as well. Beats up another guard after that. Mm. Says to Wayne the Rock Johnson, you protect me and I'll set you free. Yep. Your word is bond mm. because of your people. Yep. Never brought up again. Yeah. That whole your word is bond. Not really that important. Disregarded. Yeah. So he does this. Dwayne the Rock Johnson says yes. As the fire ants close in, he drinks the alcohol. Yep. Spits fire everywhere. Mm. Burns the ants. About to see how Dwayne the Rock Johnson is saved. And then it cuts. And then they're just walking. And then they're just walking with the camel. Yeah. That was really sad, actually. I, I was really hoping that you get at least some sort of explanation, some sort of description. Maybe, like, he'd kind of, you know, already set up the area. He's like, oh, I know that this is where they're going to do it, so I'll set a couple of traps, but set no, a couple of tricks. They they didn't, get out. they didn't linger, which yeah. disappointed me. In a film that was all about fun, this wasn't fun for the audience. Yeah. It just kind of happened. Yeah. There, I think you could have at least explained it, not necessarily in the first try, maybe on the second try, like when he helps... Yeah. The, th- Dwayne the Rock Johnson escape. Having him escape without you seeing it the first time, you you immediately know this guy's good. Yeah, he's fast. He's quick. Mm. You want to see it on the second try. Mm. But I think, and what I thought while I was seeing it was the filmmakers couldn't think of a way that he could have escaped. Yeah, they just and wanted him enough. to have escaped. Yeah, I I can't I can't figure out how. Maybe uh maybe he just kind of had to shimmy at the speed of of sound and kind of just slowly rise out from the earth. That's I mean that's com- the I'm original sure. Flash. 
Yeah, exactly. I'm sure that Dwayne The Rock Johnson probably has that power with the control that he has of his muscles. He could probably just gyrate at an absolutely superhuman speed and just rise above the, the earth. The heat and friction would turn that sand to glass. Yeah. And he just... And he right just out. slides straight up. And, I mean, look, naturally that's probably what happens, so let's just assume that is. In case anyone was wondering, in case anyone sees the film, you can refer back to this podcast and you'll understand, oh, that's how they did it. The There's now just going to be a giant tube of glass in the middle of the desert where Dwayne The Rock Johnson once lie. But how did the scoundrel lay. get out? So we move on from there. Now, we finally go on to back to the city. Dwayne The Rock Johnson's like, yeah, I'm here to get this... This uh, is the first time we've been to the city. Oh, true, of course. So we're going to the main city where the main bad guy lives. All of this, by the way, let me just establish, all of these set pieces are 100% practical. Mm. There's very little CGI except for the ants. Um, except, definitely except definitely for the ants. Definitely ants. They were not real. Camp was all real. This cityscape is all real. Mm. The desert looks great. Like, the whole practical effects of the desert and the city, the set design is great. Yeah. They get to the city. Mm. They get in by... Dwayne Rock Johnson knocking the scoundrel out. For the second time. Saying that he's bringing a bounty. Mm. They go, haha, we know this one. They just let him in. No escort to where he hands in the bounty. Just let him in. Yeah, and then he just wakes him back up, you know, dunks him in the water for a little bit. He's like, wake up, kiddo. We're back in the city. Thanks for helping me out. Uh, here's, the, here's a bar. Hang out at the bar. Yeah. He hangs at the bar because there's an attractive lady. Yeah. Dwayne Johnson's off to kill the king. Yeah. So he, he goes off for a walk. You know, he gets kind of robbed by a group of kids. You know, meets one little kid. You know, he kind of runs around the city. You know, he sees his little kid, you know, run through this this little sort of hidey hole, which you think, oh, only a kid's going to get through. And like, there's no way in hell that Dwayne The Rock Johnson's going to get through. And then you realize, well, hang on, this is 2002, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. This isn't 2019, Dwayne The Human Boulder Johnson. Even, like, even 2019, Dwayne The Human Boulder Johnson would have just punched that wall down. Yeah. In a methodical fashion to get to this kid. He could have just headbutted the wall. The building would have just evaporated. And then he would have seen the kid on the other side of the wall and be like, you're next. And that child would have dropped everything that he'd stolen from him. But thankfully, that didn't happen because that would have been very strange to watch. It was a very, it was another cliche scene actually mm. when this kid stole the thing because you see the kids surrounding him, especially after you see Dwayne, the Rock Johnson, take this little pouch from his horse and they're t- tied to his belt. Mm. As soon as you see pouch tied to belt in a bizarre city, it's going to get stolen. It's going to get stolen. Yeah, and there's going to be a chase scene. And so that's we what knew happened. that was going to happen. Yeah. So the again, kids pass it around to each other mm. to throw him off, but he manages to get them. Mm. And this is where we see more of his ingenuity. He knocks on the pots. Here's one that's full. Finds the kid. Holds the diamonds for a bit. The rubies, the diamonds, the bloods, mm. whatever's. The crips. Yeah, all um, of them. Jiggles it. Raises that rock eyebrow. And bleh, yeah. out of his mouth, the kid gives him another yeah. blood ruby. Regurgitates uh, a ruby. And Dwayne says, you want to earn this one? Yeah. Which I think is pretty good, because that also, that adds a bit to his character. You're like, okay, well, he's actually a pretty nice guy. Like, you, you can see what he's going for, even though he's uh, pretty ruthless in his pursuit. But, you know, at the end of the day, he's, he's a pretty cool dude. So that's good. So, yeah, he shows up. He's got, he's got the diamonds back in tow. He's, uh, he manages to get into the scientist's room at this point as well. He's kind of slowly ascending the, the castle, I guess, or the palace to, to try and kill this guy. He walks in with the kid as well. The kid's still there. The scientist kind of makes a, a passing remark about this magic powder that this kid kind of looks really wondered by. And I kind of got confused. I was like, well, hang on. Is this guy just talking about like crack cocaine? Like that's, that's, I think maybe that was a joke there. Either that, or I've just got like a, I've got a really strange mind, but that's what I thought. I think he likes to party. Yeah, he does. He does like to party. But I think, I think that's actually the powder that he uses to like make the explosion. I think it's meant to be gunpowder. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so that, that happens later in the movie. 
So he basically, you know, shows up. Cool. I'm here to, to kill the king. W- where do I got to go? And he's like, oh, well, that in that case, yeah. yeah. So, so it's pretty obvious now that not many people actually like the king who I guess aren't like paid by him. I don't like the king. Yeah. Because of his haircut. <laughs> Fair enough. It's thick hair straight down the middle mm. and shaved sides. Yeah. Not too, no, not too much of a fan of that either, to be honest. It looks really strange. And I think considering he is supposed to be in a position of power and taken very seriously, I don't think many people could take him seriously when it looks like there's just been like a lawnmower accident on his head. Speaking of hair, I just thought about this. Because it's like a mythical figure, mm. do you think the the hair that Dwayne The Rock Johnson has, this long, luscious locks, is a Samson comparison? Samson? From the Bible. Oh, the Bible, yes. From Christian mythology. Uh, you know what? Sure. I don't know anything about Christian mythology. Uh, I'll be honest. I thought you said Samsung. So I was thinking... Famously, like Samsung phones all come with luscious locks. Yeah. But for the audience out there, I was thinking that the his hair design may be uh, parallel to Samson from the Bible mm. as, you know, long hair provided strength to Samson and then, you know, it got cut off and okay. he lost all his strength. Well, there you go. So he gets on the roof. Yeah. Bow in hand. Oh, no, sorry. Because he's, he's in the training He's in the training courtyard. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not in the, the palace. Courtyard. He's in the training courtyard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gets on the roof. Yeah. Bow in hand. Ready to kill. Ready to kill. And you see him catch an arrow. Yeah, we see... The, the king catches an target. arrow. Yeah, his target. He centers himself, catches an arrow. Much like at the end of Kung Fu Panda 2, mm. where Poe catches the cannonballs. I think that's what uh, Vince McMahon was going for when he, when he showed that scene as well. He was like... Uh, I remember Kung Fu Panda, that movie that came out minus 13 years ago. I really want to make sure that we, we make it abundantly clear that, uh, that we want to we show Jack Black in this man right now, right here. And, and they do it perfectly. They do. Yeah. And he catches the arrow. Dwayne, the Rock Johnson, looks a little shocked, mm. but is ready to shoot him. Yeah. Boom. Complication. Kid comes out. They say, you know the punishment for stealing. Clear off a table. Getting ready to cut off this kid's hand. Yeah. And here you see the dilemma. This, the king sitting there, the kid with his hand about to be cut off. Who does Dwayne the Rock Johnson choose? Kill the king, save the kid. The choice is made much less impactful Mm. because the king is covered by concubines. (laughs) So he can't get a clear shot. Yeah. So he decides to save the kid. Damn, damn these gorgeous women. Yeah. They just have to, they have to cover his shot. And so while it's meant to be like a heroic act Mm. that he pulls off. To save the kid. I can't help feel like it was just, oh, I might as well save the kid since I can't kill... Because I can't kill this guy right now. Yeah. yeah. No, fair enough. I mean, but it's also the second time he's been faced with that dilemma too. I mean, this, you know, kill the sorceress or do I shoot the guy who's going to potentially come in? Or in this case as well, do I take the shot or do I respect my own morality and, and work with that? Well, the, the complicated thing is in his own morality, as we've established earlier, his word is bond. Mm. So he took a job to kill this guy. And he hasn't fulfilled it. And he hasn't fulfilled it. Despite two options. He does options. fulfill it in mm. the end. He keeps trying to his credit, but... Good on him. If there's anything we call uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, he's a trooper. Good And good on him for trying. And if there's another title we could give the Scorpion King, it's a series of scenes where Dwayne the Rock Johnson fails to kill his intended target. Yeah. So he's not that great. But, you know, he's, he's trying. He's good on him. So Dwayne the Rock Johnson shoots the guy about to cut off the hand. Yep. The kid runs off. Dwayne the Rock Johnson has to escape. Mm-hmm. 
gets in a catapult, yeah. the scientist has, yep. launches himself into the best yep. scene in the film mm. because you get full eyebrow here. Yeah. Oh, this is this is like peak golden WWE level. You can smell what the rock is cooking eyebrow. He lands in a group of women mm. that are, this is the king's harem. harem. Yeah. And they're all over him. You know, oh, he never pays attention to us. We can yeah. do anything. We can please you. We We're can so lonely. you. We're yeah. so lonely. Mm. And they're swarming him. And Dwayne basically looks almost into the camera, but slightly off to the side. Full eyebrow. Yeah. Full Dwayne the Rock Johnson eyebrow. Then it cuts. Then it cut. And it was, oh, what what a gorgeous, gorgeous, like, it was five seconds. Very, it was very funny, because it was unexpected. You'd seen a bit of eyebrow up to that point, mm. but this was pure eyebrow. Yeah, like, his eyebrow was almost, like, off his head. It was amazing. So that happens, and then, you know, they kind of steal his weapons. They're all actually pretty wily. They all steal his weapons. Yeah, as they're, as they're caressing him, they're pulling out the weapons. Yeah. And one of them bangs the gong to let the guards know. Mm. So the guards come rushing in, and Dwayne fights them. Without a weapon. Without a weapon. Uses the gong as a shield, rolls it. <laughs> Arrows are hitting the shield. Yeah. Sound effects, you get the full package in the podcast. Yeah, this uh, is, wow. Recreations of every scene. Mm. We do our own stunts, we do our own foley. I mean, it's all, you get everything above and beyond here. I, I missed out the gong sound. Boom! There's a little reverb there. Yeah, reverberation. So, he protects himself. With the gong, mm-hmm. dives out the window with... Uh, no, pushes the gong out the window. It crashes down the street. Into the city. At a rapid pace. Yeah. Probably killed someone. Yeah, if not more than one person. But that's a good thing about Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He, he does, doesn't... His character doesn't seem to care. Yeah, he does not care. <laughs> so then he falls in another hilarious scene. Mm. He's on the balcony, mm-hmm. getting ready to jump through this hatch to the place below. Because he needs to escape. He's, and the lead- he's being pursued. The leader of the guard comes up. And points to the to, to two guards either side. He goes, you two, follow him. Jump. And they look at each other scared. So they jump after Dwayne, the Rock Johnson. Mm. And Dwayne, the Rock Johnson, falls through this grate and crashes through. A very small grate as well. Very small just, grate. just fits through. The two guards that followed him, either side just thunk, thunk into the roof. It's horrifying. And die. Yeah, they, just, they get absolutely smooshed. They're like the comical guards in Aladdin. Mm. But they're not animated. No, they, they. So it's horrific. Yeah, I think that's when we learnt for uh, for the first time. Humans do not bounce. They just they crumpled. crumpled. <laughs> oh no! So he lands in a bathhouse. Yeah. With the sorceress, mm. conveniently, fully naked. Yeah, but her, her hair's covering up the bits, so that's okay. Th- thankfully, you know, look, we got to keep that PG rating, and and so does the Scorpion King. So that happens, and we're just like, oh hey, fancy seeing you here. And Dwayne the Rock Johnson says. Not exactly, but, oh, hey, fancy seeing you here. He knows that he's being pursued, so he's like, oh, hold your breath. Dunks, dunks well, her Hold down. on. What? She, she threatens him because she thinks he's here to kill her. Oh, yeah, true, of course. So he comes over to her, and she slashes him with a dagger. Mm. A tiny little dagger. And he looks at his arm and goes, ow. Mm. The first time we see him uh, feel any pain, except for the time that he gets tortured, but that doesn't matter. He gets a little cut on his arm. Well, they say earlier that they're built to enjoy lots of pain. Mm-hmm. So, you know, attractive woman this could hurting be this- him, mm-hmm. if he wasn't being pursued, could be pleasurable. Yeah, he, he, this could be exactly what he was looking for. But, you know, there's no time for it, though. He's got to run. He's got to get out of there. Another title for the Scorpion King, mm-hmm. BDSM Desert. Yeah, that's what the D in BDSM stands for. The Big Desert uh, uh, 
Slashing Man. Sla- yeah, slash. Yeah, exactly. Big Desert Slashing Man. Yep, that's what they call him back in the back in the sheets. So he he manages to escape. He goes down the drain. Yeah, in a, a very weird drain. scene, he says, "Hold your breath," and you think they're just gonna hide in the bath. Mm. Next scene, they're in a drain. Yeah, very badly communicated to the audience about what's going on. They just they drop down this huge drain, they, and they but then they get out of there, so that's good on them. And then they just escape the city. Yeah, they run. They're off. They're off. Easy. Yeah, that was. I mean, you know, obviously he sends his guards after him. And for those of you who heard the, the first part of the, uh, the the podcast as well, they send him, you know, send them into the desert during a sandstorm as well. And so that scene is pretty promptly after, if I'm not mistaken. I believe that that's pretty soon after. So, that's pretty much the next scene. Yeah. And so there's no real pursuit. They kind of just show up. Like there's no, there's no like, oh, we got to save him. Oh, not we got to save him. We've got to capture him. So that happens. The, the cave scene happens as we yeah. established in, in part one. Yeah. A beautiful scene. Then. Beautiful scene. The Oasis scene happens. Mm. For a full 30 seconds. And then they instantly get ambushed. They instantly get ambushed. Taken to Michael Clark Duncan's back. Hey, he's back. To his tribe. Yeah. Where they fight for a bit. Mm -hmm. Dwayne The Rock Johnson beats him. They get a grudging respect. Mm -hmm. And the sorceress Mm. talks to a kid and then sees a vision of the future where everyone dies and Dwayne The Rock Johnson gets shot. Mm. So she decides to leave before anyone else can get hurt. But not before enjoying a night with the rock. Yeah. Not before they bone. I mean, to put it bluntly, sorry to not beat around the bush. They bone. And uh, look, the whole party of that night as well, I think the whole point is to get some bone. Because Michael Clark Duncan, bones. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, bones. bones. Uh, I assume the Lothario of a scoundrel, bones. Bones. Oh, definitely. And I mean, look, if the future that, that the sorceress saw as well actually came to pass, pretty soon... After all the decay of all these bodies, there would be a lot of bones. So, either way, there's going to be boning everywhere. So, but thank No matter what. Yeah. Whatever, whatever way you look at it, bones everywhere. So, that scene is basically the setup for the final scene. Yeah. They, every, every character's together. Mm-hmm. The character's all where they need to be. Nothing of importance happens apart from a few cool fight scenes. That's kind of what we're leaving out. A lot of really enjoyable choreography and fight scenes because that's not able to be explained yeah it's it's not really a plot it's not really a plot point it's just a couple of really well choreographed fight scenes and you're like that that looked really cool and then afterwards you're like okay well now that that's over with let's continue with the plot so yeah now we're at the final scene yeah the final battle sequence finally can Dwayne the rock johnson do his freaking job right and shoot the person that he's supposed to have killed the sorceress mm. appears to the king who is holding a feast yeah for his, uh, for his imminent victory, mm. and one of his guards, one of his soldiers, says, "You know, can we see the sorceress? You know, she's kind of a big boost to morale. We'd really like to see her." Yeah, because no one knows that she's actually missing except for the two main bad guys. Everyone else assumes because he, he says sick. that she's sick. Yeah, yeah. So can we see her? She's a big boon because obviously she guarantees their victory. Yeah, and she's also really pretty. And all these guys are just like we we siphon cur- courage from her. I think if there's anything this film teaches us, it's that. Looks Men in the everything. desert are irrevocably horny. Yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy, are they. So she walks in at this exact moment. Mm. And everyone's like, whoa, she's here. She's like, I'm sorry I wasn't feeling unwell, but now I'm here. And they're all like, oh, yay, she's here. Yeah. So They uh, all sound like the uh, the sort of Potter Puppet pals. They're all just like, <laughs> oh, yay. Why? She's a time bomb. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, it's not a Disney movie, but I mean, they get pretty close to it. And then the main bad guy looks very unhappy that she's arrived. He knows she ran away. Well, he has his suspicions. Mm. So she comes in. He He's kind of pissed off. 
he tells her to go and they'll talk later. And then she leaves and the guy basically says thanks. And the main bad guy says, you're a coward. And stabs the dude <laughs> that asked for a morale boost. Yeah. And then just goes, feast is over. Yeah. All right, guys, that's all the time I got. I got to, uh, I got to bounce. And I, I think to, this is the biggest, this is the biggest bad guy move. Yeah. In the entire film, he ruins a victory feast by being a massive dick. Yeah. He just, he just killing sta- a dude. He, he stabs like the person who, admittedly, is like I think he's got a pretty valid point. He's like, look, we really, really respect this sorceress. I think she is a phenomenal boost to our morale. Can we see her? The guy's like, e- I don't know. She shows up, and he's like, well, now that you've seen her, that's cool. Anyway, uh, die, and then kills him and that's maybe oh, that's he's weird. upset that the men place more faith in her than they do him mm. yeah that's true but that's not conveyed very well no no it's not it's it's, it's a good it's, point you make though you can it can be inferred perhaps mm. from what you'd think maybe upon a second viewing we might get to sort of really uh the nuances in his yeah, performance contextualize that's what i choose to believe mm. but it's not uh, we don't need it spelled out mm. as we've said before yeah don't don't tell us show us this sort of is a bit too scant on the showing us yeah. angle. They did, they There's been really no didn't. evidence beforehand yeah. that he's jealous that of the sorceress being the reason mm. they're successful. Yeah, but I mean, and so now that now that we know that the sorceress is here, we know that Dwayne the Rock Johnson, having you know, they've just boned. He's like, I gotta, I gotta get her back. But also because, well, yeah, he wants her back. Like he want, he wants to save her because he knows that she's gonna be killed. Like he knows that something bad will happen to her, and he knows that something bad's gonna happen to the rest of the people he's now friends with if they don't get her back and if they don't win. So he gathers the gang. Yeah. The gang's and, all there. And they get to the city. Mm. And the guards go around to the back of the caravan. Yeah. And... All the ladies are all there. All the ladies are there. We, we said to each other, is Dwayne mm. the Rock Johnson going to be there dressed as a lady? Yeah. No. One better. Even better. Michael Clark freaking Duncan. He is in the back. You're like, ooh, what a lovely exotic looking girl. And you know, the b- beautiful blue eyeshadow that takes off the hood. And it's Pow! six foot five, huge, built like a truck. Michael right Clark the face Duncan, of the guard. yeah, just like ends this man's whole career. You know, I've got to be honest. Michael Clark Duncan looks pretty good with some blue eyeshadow. Yeah, maybe a bit too heavy, but mm. it looks pretty good. Yeah, not 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 uh, you know, nothing against him. But he's, so the sky the walls climb into the city, mm. and very stock standard finale fighting begins. Yeah, everyone's kind of fighting their own fight. Like all the side characters have something to do. Like the 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 scientist and the scoundrel both are setting to... gunpowder under the temple. Yeah. So this is this is the the magic powder that, that we were talking All about. All the meantime, the sorceress and the main bad guy, the main bad guy set up a trap. It's basically Russian roulette, mm. but on a on a lazy susan. Yeah, exactly. With six pots and four cobras, mm. which is a, which is a pretty cool scene because initially they put four real cobras into these urns. Yeah. I mean, if they weren't real, then they looked beautiful in terms of CGI. I'm 99% I'm sure. I'm 99% sure it's real because I don't think the CGI in 2002, yeah. especially because we see a CGI Cobra later, mm. these were real snakes. Yeah. yeah they, considering they, the caliber of CGI The handlers with these big sticks put them in very carefully, mm. and he spins the Lazy Susan around, tells her... Wheel of Fortune style. Pick the two that don't have the snake in. Yeah. If you're so good at your uh, clairvoyancy. Boom. One. Done. Empty. Two... She reaches in, tense moment for the audience, pulls out a snake wrapped around her arm, yeah. aims it at him. Yeah. CGI it's- snake <laughs> hisses at him. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's a pinnacle of 2002 CGI. Mm. And he goes, what are you doing? She goes, I yeah, see he goes, your- he goes full Seinfeld. <laughs> I, see, I see your death. I see the person that's going to kill you. And camera pans up. Bang. Dwayne The Rock Johnson 
on the balcony. Again, incredibly sneaky. Now, in the temple. Yeah. In, no. in the throne room as well. Like, he just he's just in there. I don't know how he got in there, but I mean, there's probably like a huge Dwayne The Rock Johnson-sized hole somewhere in the wall. So they fight. Yeah. In a great fight scene. Yeah. Really, really it's, well it's, choreographed. It's very well choreographed. Everyone's fighting. Then the second bad guy, the son of the king, the traitor son of the king, mm. gets killed by Michael Clark Duncan in yeah. one fell swoop. After beautifully riding in on a sword. Slow motion riding in through the yeah. city. Climbs Ex- up the steps. Expecting him to do something either like really evil or maybe like... Maybe kill, kill Michael Clark Duncan and then Dwayne the Rock Johnson will have to kill both of them. Yeah. But no, he rides, Michael Clark Duncan knocks him off the horse, stabs him in the neck. Dies. He's dead. Yep. What a beautiful arc. So then they're fighting, they're mm. fighting, they're fighting... Mm. Then Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I gets... think at one point they fight as well. <sighs> I think it's a Maybe much. that's a little bit later. That's a little bit much. Oh, okay, sorry. right now. Yeah. Okay. Fair. But then they fight a bit more. Yeah, that's true. And true, true. the vision comes to pass where he gets shot in the back. He stumbles. The bad guy looks triumphant, and then the sorceress stabs the guy that shot Dwayne the Rock Johnson, which was a nameless guard. Mm. And then the guy stands there at the top of the temple, the main bad guy, and. Dwayne The Rock Johnson says he's going to kill him. He's going to do his job. So in what was a moment we loved... Because he sees he, his he bow. He sees his bow, which had been captured before. Mm. Which had been taken from him in an earlier action yeah, scene. In the harem. In the harem. On the table. Yeah. So this is the table of the banquet as well. So people are celebrating. They've seen... They're kind of surrounded by this guy's weapons. And they're like, oh, he's nothing. And so he sees his bow. And, and he's like... Oh, he oh. wants to grab it. Mm. And pulls the arrow out of his back... The one that he's just been shot by and in the vision was supposed to kill him in theory. And then disappointingly, utters the one-liner, catch this, and shoots him. And he's dead. As the temple blows up. Yeah. He says catch this. So I was like, eh. But it was, it, like, the setup to it, beautiful. Like cl- It was a clap oh, It was moment. amazing, yeah. It was, but then he's like, catch this, and we're like, well... You enjoy cheesy action films? Mm. This was as cheesy as it comes. Yeah. This was the, uh, the absolute cheddar. The quadruple... Sharp... Cheddar. Yeah, exactly. The, the quadruple uh, brie. Bit of Wensleydale. Yeah. Bit of Camembert. It was, it was awesome. It was absolutely amazing. Basically, that's... I mean, that's essentially the end of the complications. That's just sort of the, the conclusion. Then we wrap up. They wrap it up. Michael Clark Duncan leaves. He calls him the Scorpion King. He's like, yeah, well done, Scorpion King. And then he's like, thanks. And he kind of smiles. His beautiful Dwayne The Rock Johnson toothy grin. And then Dwayne The Rock Johnson says to his girlfriend, now... Obviously, the sorceress. Yeah. So, do you really lose your powers if we? Mm. Basically, he said he doesn't. You say see his eyebrows. Have sex. Yeah. But it's have sex, and she goes because that that's what he's heard from the the main bad guy. Mm. That's why she wouldn't have sex with him because she'd lose her powers. So that's the myth. And she goes, we had to find some way to make sure the kings didn't take advantage of us in a very joking way for what's really some dark subject matter. Yeah. Basically, it's like we needed to make sure the kings didn't rape us. Yeah, it's a. Uh... It's a bit of a bit of an interesting one to uh to infer, but you know, thankfully they they kind of gloss over it. They and this they, is another they brush over yeah, this is another situation where you're not sure if she's lying yeah. or if it's real. And then the movie ends. Basically, no saying, after credit scene. Basically, Dwayne the Rock Johnson saying, "We make our own fate." Yeah, it's just like Brave. And that's a movie. Yeah. So what do you think? Um, you know what I for a, right for a movie that you watch for the first time, usually there are a lot of movies where you sit down, you watch it, and you're like, you know, I think I could maybe get a little bit more from that from a second viewing. Or alternatively, like, oh, that you know, there were a couple of parts I just didn't quite understand, but I feel like, you know, if I look more into it, it should be okay. I think I got all I needed to from this movie, first sitting, had a lot of fun with it, and I think I probably won't ever watch it again, and I think that's completely fine. If you haven't seen it, 
I would recommend it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It's it was. A lot I, of fun. I had a lot of fun with it. I loved it. Yeah. And I think I could watch it again in a couple years' time mm. as it's kind of faded from memory. Watch it with friends. Yeah. Get a group of friends together. Mm. If you do drunk movie nights, this is a perfect <laughs> film for a drunk movie night. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm sure you could. You could easily. There's a lot do of. If you just let yourself get immersed in the cheese, mm. there's a lot of cheer moments. There's a lot of laugh moments. There's a lot of yeah moments. So get a couple friends, get a couple beers in you. That's your choice or not. Mm. But definitely recommend it for anyone that likes cheesy action films. Yeah. It's always interesting to sort of see one of those classic action films with a completely different backdrop as well. Because, I mean, I can think of maybe, like, I guess what the Prince of Persia movie, that's maybe like a similar-ish one. But, like, it's obviously just in terms of setting and in terms of the action genre. Other than that, I can't really think of too many others that it's are in that It's usually the vein. jungle or the military. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And this one's set in the desert against the gorgeous desert backdrop. Yeah. So, bottom line is, if you haven't seen the film, watch the film. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, anyway, any, uh, any sort of closing thoughts that we've got or... Trying to think of something funny. Shutter sucked.